Proudly sponsored by stms.studio for all your merch and printing needs. Proud patron of Ian's Chain Charity, helping to save lives together. Twisted, torn and moist. I am sitting in Scruffy's. Obviously I didn't move far because everyone I spoke to didn't want to talk to me. That is very sad. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my face. Maybe it's my hair. Maybe it's my uh, outrageously pink hoodie that I'm wearing that says big flaps on the back. But anyway, I've hidden that with a coat. Yeah, Lewis is actually sitting here laughing. I've got Lewis here from a band called Nameless. Now, they're a new metal band based in Birmingham. Whereabouts in Birmingham are you based? We're sort of, we're sort of all over Birmingham. We sort of meet in Birmingham. So okay. I'm from a place called Hells Owen. Um, and drummer's from, drummer and my vocalist from Dudley and our bass player's actually from Coventry. So, so it's like a Birmingham and Coventry sandwich. It's like a, like a big melting pot yeah. of uh, right. a different places. Nice. But yeah. I like that. So one of the reasons why we're here is to discuss um, you're in the Metal to the Masses at the Flapper on the 17th of March. Now, you've done really well. You're in heat number four, aren't you? Yes, yeah. So what are your expectations of that? Have you got a good following in Birmingham or do you want to go further afield? At the moment, we're sort of trying to push further afield. I mean, uh, the band itself has sort of been around since probably about 2015. Ooh, I mean, with several several different sort of iterations and lineup changes. But um, yeah, we've uh, we've played we've sort of played Birmingham a lot. We've played Wolverhampton, uh, Dudley, and we sort of wanted to sort of push further afield okay. now. So, uh, so what do you do in the band? I am the guitarist. guitarist. Um, How many of you is there in the band? There's only four of us okay. uh, in the band uh, in total. But, uh, you make a bit of a racket for a four-piece. <laughs> I must say, I listened to uh, Circus of Freaks, um, which is one of your standalone sing- singles, isn't it? I followed your link tree, went on that, had a little listen. So you make, yeah, for four of you. I was thinking there was going to be like six or something, so I'm pretty impressed with that. So only four of you. Now, is there anywhere in the country that you want to play? First of all, um, to be honest, I'm quite quite happy just being put on from on a stage. To be honest yeah. with you, um, we've certainly had a fair share of awful <laughs> gigs uh, where you played to the barman, the sound guy, and the, the, the weird stranger at the back. Yeah, well, so, you win um, some, you lose some. With yeah, this. exactly. It, it is what it is. I saw a band called Huntress. Do you remember Huntress with Jill yes. Janus, right? I saw her in Stoke-on-Trent. They were stopping through. They were on the way to London. And I saw them. And then we literally, there was a band called Fallen, um, which were a local Cheshire band. And they played with, with Huntress. Yeah. And let me tell you, do you know how many people were there? It was just Fallen, yeah. a few mem- members of like their family, and Huntress in a room together. But little did we know, they then went on to support like Lamb of God. Yeah. They, you know, they had a real good following. God rest your soul, Jill Janus, yeah. she's no longer with us. Um, but what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter what, how small the gig is. You don't know who's sitting there. You don't know who's lurking at the back. You know, it could be the smallest, it could be the smallest gig, but you could have the most powerful person sitting at the back yeah. that just kind of snaps you up. Now you're signed with um, Unearth Management. Yes. Yeah. Big, big shout out. Yeah. Big shout out to them. You, I was going to say that was one of the first thing that Lewis said to me. Make sure you get, make sure you get the management in. So I wrote it down. I was like, I'm going to make sure I've, I uh, talk about the management. And have they been very supportive to you? They've been working on getting your gigs and things. They have. Uh, our manager, uh, Paulie, is a very, very good friend of mine. A very good friend of the bands actually. Um, and we, we, well, me and the drummer met him 
at a gig that we did with his band Straight for the Sun years and years ago and uh, we just got chatting and then I think we ended up doing a couple more gigs t- together and it was like oh hello and we just see friendship just sort of took off from there um, and then not too long back Paulie um, sent me a message saying that he'd become a artist manager for Unearth Management and he wanted to he, he wanted to manage us and I had a, a conversation with the boys and we had to think about it and we went for it and probably probably the best decision that, we, that, we, that, that we've made so yeah we've that was the start of us sort of branching out and going to places further afield outside the west mids so um like sheffield we're going up to uh, we're doing a couple of mini weekender tours in um in may i believe okay. uh I've, I've got my dates up here um from the 19th to the 21st we'll be up north so we've got Liverpool and okay. Manchester confirmed yeah. nice uh, and the week before that the 12th to the 14th we'll be staying in the West Mids yeah so I was going to say I will see Whit- Whitchurch Whit- there so Whit- that's Percy's you should be playing yeah. Percy's look out for the big white tiger <laughs> have you ever been Percy's before I've I've seen pictures I've had mates that have, that Percy's have played there Percy's is an incredible yeah. venue it really is so, yeah. it's one of the staple ones when I ask bands what your favourite venue is? Obviously, Scruffy's get a mention. Yeah. Percy's get a mention. Waterloo yeah. and Blackpool, they get a mention. Yeah. There's quite a lot of venues out there that really go out the way to support live music, and they're the ones that we have to support too. Yeah. Um. So, oh, so you're coming up my neck of the woods, then, yeah. really? We're, uh, yeah, we're going on, like I said, two little weekender tours with uh, with the Black Hounds, okay. which we've which we've played with before, and they're they're awesome lads. And what are they like on the road? Are they fun? Uh, we've we've never played with them on the road. We've played with them sort of standalone gigs mm-hmm. a couple of times, but they're they're lovely. Now, one of my staple questions that I want to know, and I'm sure your fans want to know as well, Nameless. Where does the name come from? Because obviously, it just I'm surprised your your album hasn't just got a picture of nothing on. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I, I want to say that there is this big selective process. There is. He's <laughs> lying. Narrow, narrowing it down. But um, there really wasn't. Um, it it really did come about with we, we genuinely couldn't think of anything that we were happy with, and we realised that there's a lot of bands that start off calling themselves "Oh, we're nameless" or "the nameless" or whatever it may be, and then they sort of move on to another name once they sort of establish themselves a little bit. But we thought, oh, sod it, we'll stick with it. And you said so. you said about your groundings as, as your, your friends, all the people in your band you, you've been best friends with. Uh, one of them, haven't you? My uh, drummer Nick. I'll, try, I'll give him a big shout out. <laughs> um, he, me, and him have known each other since probably the first couple of days of year seven in secondary school. Um, we started learning our instruments around about the same time. We would always, at every break time, every lunchtime, we'd be in the music practice room. Um, playing, you know, Slipknot songs and Corn and Deftone song and all the all these different songs that we would come across and we'd love, we'd we'd learn them, we'd practice them. And I'm pretty sure we drove our music teacher mad. But <laughs> it it was actually our secondary school music teacher that was really really supportive of us making the band in the first place. What was his name? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was Mr. Mr. Simpson. Tom, Big shout Tom, out Tom, Tom Simpson. Tom Simpson then. Because nameless are here because of you, partly. P- pretty much, pretty much, yeah. He sort of helped sort of curate it a little bit, and he actually came to our first ever gig. Really? Um, yeah. So I bet that was nice. Wasn't it it, it was. It, it was. It was. It was lovely to see him. 
Um, and <laughs> we, uh, funnily enough, me and me and Nick went to uh, see Carnival that were playing yeah. at the Institute. Yeah, it was not long ago, was it? Yeah, and uh, we actually um, caught eyes with Mr. Simpson. <laughs> Who was there? Who actually got us into that band in the first place That's when we were in like year eight? Did you have a little mosh with him? It was no. We was Did you on have the, a mosh with your eyes. We, 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 we was on the edge. We was on the edge of the pit, but it was an awesome gig, and it was really nice to just even just see him. What a um, band, though! Oh yeah, phenomenal. Who Absolutely. is your favourite band? You can't sing oh. yourself in this, obviously. Oh, see now you've asked me. Uh, do I have to narrow it down? No, you can say what you want. Oh yeah, like um. Deftones is yeah. majorly, majorly up there. It's a big influence for like the whole band. Mm-hmm. Um, so Deftones, Corn, um, probably I don't know, like a mishmash of stuff like Loathe. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really like Loathe. Um, Sleep Tokens probably who I'm bumping at the moment. Yeah. What about While She Sleeps? Are you a While She Sleeps fan? Love While She Sleeps. Our manager's a massive fan of While She Sleeps. I was listening to what you were naming and I'm thinking, mm, let's play a little game, see who I can slot in. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. Uh, Paulie, Paulie, our manager, loves While She Sleeps. Really? They are incredible. I saw them at one of my local uh, venues in Stoke-on-Trent. It was yeah. great. We called their towel. Yeah. And my mum put it in the wash and I was gutted. So oh, I like, no. just done that. It never smelled the same after that. It's it never looked the same. It's like that moment when a star touches your hand and goes, I'm never washing this hand yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, scar symmetry. I got them to sign my arm and I remember yeah. walking around with the permanent marker. <laughs> and I put alcohol hand gel on my hands and it, and it went down oh, and it just wiped no. it all off. I was well gutted with that. So, talking about bands and, and obviously the gigs you've played what are some of your embarrassing moments i love getting down and dirty hence the name <laughs> twisted torn and moist i get down and dirty with bands and i i find things out that other people don't know so yeah. come on tell us a few little hidden secrets um this is mainly stuff that sort of happened live um we've had everything from symbols flying off there's actually a video of that on our tiktok i'll put a link to that on uh, here um, there's a video. It was we were playing uh, West Street Live in Sheffield, and our drummer hadn't secured his his crash cymbal properly, <laughs> and he was playing it, and he he hit it, and it just it just flopped, and it just <laughs> it just fell off, and you see this like really disappointed look on his face of like ah oh, ah, oh. um, and then he goes to hit it again and has to stop himself because he realizes <laughs> it's it, not it it's not there yeah, anymore. Yeah, there's that there's probably my most embarrassing moment was our, our second gig ever this was back before we'd we'd written originals almost completely different lineup me and the me and nick were still uh, still there um which just before i continue i will give a shout out to my other members <laughs> like, i realize i've just mentioned nick so i didn't wonder that i was so, like it's all right it's coming later on i don't uh, remind you don't we, worry we've got we've, we've got liam on the bass and we've got jordan on vocals, uh, both absolute powerhouses. Um, but yeah, it was our second gig ever. We were playing this tiny little pub venue, and we, was, we were just doing covers. And I, th- I think that we were doing a cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" because, of course, mm-hmm. of, of course, you do. And Nick can play guitar as well as drums, and our rhythm guitarist at the time could also play drums. Yeah. So they decided last minute to swap for that song okay. without telling me. And for some reason it threw me off massively. And it, it, it got to the solo 
of one of the most well-known rock songs out there and I've completely ballsed it up. Oh. Complete hit the wrong notes. Whereabouts in the set was it? Was it? Could you get away with it though? Because it was at that time when everyone's had a few drinks and then you just still bop along. It was probably like first half. Oh, so so it's still relatively people, still, early, people yeah. are relatively sober. And I completely botched it and I just remember feeling like I just wanted the ground to just, just swallow, swallow me up. up yeah. And then because the drums were on a little like riser, uh, <laughs> the, the guitarist on the drums hit the cymbal, hit the crash cymbal. And it was on the edge of the riser, and it just toppled forward. And it, I remember feeling the wind, <laughs> like the breeze on my hair, as it just skimmed, just skimmed your head. the edge of the cymbal. Literally yeah. skimmed my head, like a flying frisbee. Yeah, it pro- probably would probably would have put me on my ass if it, if it if it had hit me. And I remember I had one of these old like multi effects pedals mm-hmm. that was like did everything. Yeah. And I remember the edge of the cymbal just cracking down the middle of it and it just it, it like started like misbehaving basically yeah. it, it just it just buggered it basically and that was that was pretty embarrassing for a second gig ever that was embarrassing yeah but well, you rectified it and you were alright yeah it was alright we've had, we've had plenty of other mishaps uh, our first our first ever headliner we actually did it for charity so uh, we did it for the Alzheimer's Society okay. it's a uh, charity that's very dear to my yeah. heart and we organised it ourselves because we're, we're fairly DIY. And we printed the tickets ourselves. We designed the posters ourselves. Booked the bands ourselves. Hired the venue. We did. We did it at the Flapper. Okay. And we like hired the sound guy. Like, everything. We did everything. And it was very, very, very high pressure, and very stressful. And I think the a week before the gig, our old bass player decides to quit okay and I won't I won't name names um and then the night before uh our rhythm guitarist quits and so we're thinking yeah so we're thinking oh god oh no how are we gonna rectify this what's going on so I basically at the last minute um rig use my laptop to rig up like a a backing track system like Ed Sheeran and his loop pedal. Yeah, it cut, yeah, and basically it would go to uh, the backing tracks would go to front of house, and the in, and the in ear with the click would go to the drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I didn't realise that you had to put a laptop on something soft to absorb all the yeah. bass rumble. So about the second third song in, I turn around and Nick is going, I can't hear anything. It's distorted. I'm, what what's going on? I look at my laptop and it's frozen. <laughs> I'm like, oh Christ, okay. So I try to make it work and eventually I'm like, oh sorry, so I just, I just close the laptop. So now we have no like rhythm guitar parts. So I start playing the rhythm guitar. So then we've got no lead parts, but no bass guitar, but no backing parts, no strings, synths, nothing. So I'm like, oh Christ, just get through this, just get through this. And um yeah, I was. Uh, it was uh, that was very annoying. On the first song on that set, I said, "See, you bring in this back." I'm loving it. it, it I am. It's, it's like it's like it's like PTSD. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like me coming to Birmingham. That brings me PTSD. I've just sitting in all that traffic that time. Right, it's like that for people who live in Birmingham. Yeah, so. well, there we go then. So you mm. should be used to it now. Yeah, just acceptance. But basically, I mean, at the end of the day, things like that happen, but it's an adapting and overcoming yeah, of what yeah. goes on. And well, you still made it through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our first song 
um, my the strap on my guitar broke. <laughs> so I was playing and, and it just, I remember hitting a chord and it just swung onto my fretting hand. And I'm just holding the guitar there for a second in shock. Going like, what's going on? So I have to put my foot up onto the, onto the, um, on the wedge monitor. And so I quickly take, I quickly have to switch guitars. And so I'm playing that, like the backup guitar. And then the D string breaks on that guitar. Oh, no. After about like the fourth song. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just, it's just one of those moments where you just sort of like sigh to yourself and just go, oh, just, just, just of course. Just get me off this planet now. Yeah, just of course. Um, so that's that was probably one of the more stressful bands. But that was that was actually the gig that we met met Liam. Okay. So his his band basically uh, was supporting us, mm-hmm. and we got talking. And he could see that we were missing a bass player, and we, we yeah, we just we actually came to Scruffy's for a chat. <laughs> how up that is? Yeah, how up? And um, we we came to Scruffy's for a little sort of like chat to sort of get to know him properly, and he then went for a practice, and well, sort of like the rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, really, and yeah, we we're, we're glad to <laughs> glad to have him along because he's an absolute beast on the race. See, that's ace, and, and I love little stories like this, but it's all stuff that people don't actually get to know unless you actually yeah. sit down with bands and. People haven't got the time, you know, these days to get to know and talk to bands the way that my podcast talks to them. And that's why I like bringing it to the fans. Now, for your fans, um, obviously you do appreciate a lot of your fans. Oh, yeah, massively. So, tell me, why should they vote for you in the Metal to the Masses? Uh, What makes you different to them or the bands on that lineup? I've got to say, because we always put 110% into our live show. Like, we've... After we've performed, we've had comments like, "Do you guys like choreograph anything? Like, do you guys like do do you do this? Do you do that? Like, do you, do you pre-plan stuff?" And we just go, "Nah, we just do just sort of go up and play and just sort of do whatever comes to mind." And um, like, I don't want to take away from the other bands because Absolutely. they're like all of them are uh, amazing, and you know we. There should be no real competition in my mind between bands. We should be supporting each other. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be trying to outdo one another. Um, so you know, big up, big up to the rest of the bands uh, on the whole of Metal to the Masses. Um, but I mean, we would love, as any band would, to, to play Bloodstock. Like it's it's kind of like the Holy Grail. It's on uh, my birthday every year. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And uh, but. We we would love we would love to play it just sort of, sort of more than anything. So guys, after hearing that, give my vote, give my vote and support them, please. Seventeenth of March, be there at the Flapper. Listen, Lewis, thank you so much for your time. No Obviously, it's only a little um, quick interview today. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up with you and the the rest of the guys on Teams um, whenever suits you. Um, but yeah, thanks for spending your time with me today. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Cheers. Take care.